0: Welcome back to Just Saying, everyone. This is a podcast about how to be a more intentional communicator. My name is Charlie Thornton, and I've got a Be My Guest episode for you today. I'm speaking with an executive from Silicon Valley about what work is going to look like post-pandemic. Should be a good conversation. Before we do that, though, um, thanks for being here. It's always great to have you. And uh, if you're new, it's even better to have you. No, it's just the same. We're, we're, look, we're glad you're all here. OK, do me a favor, though, whether you're new or not, uh, if you haven't given us a review yet, go and do that wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps us get the conversation out to more people. And that's what we're trying to do here. All right, cool. My guest today is Helene Garcia, who works with a very cool um, company called Neat. And Neat develops high tech working rooms so zoom rooms they call them and it's ways of using technology to work remotely based on the the zoom platform but they augment that platform a lot and as you can imagine over the last year and a half their business has exploded and they've been doing a lot of really cool work to help people work better remotely um i didn't ask her to to join me today to talk about products so much as to talk about what she's hearing from her clients who are starting to you know, think about what happens next. And I think we both agreed that this pandemic has really changed the way that we work and changed the way that we use technology to work. And that I don't really see that going back to exactly how it was. I think it's just gonna keep changing. And so she had some really cool insights for us and I hope you find them useful. Let's listen in. Helene Garcia. Thanks so much. For Hello. Here. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you. Um, as you know, at the Brief Lab, we spend a lot of time thinking about communications and the importance of communications. But we look at it from the perspective of like, am I being clear? Am I being concise? Am I creating space in my day to think about this stuff? But you guys at NEAT, not necessarily focusing on that, but on the, the technological piece of it, which is so... Critical. I can't even imagine like what the last year has been for you guys. It must have been a whirlwind.
1: It's been quite a whirlwind for us. I think um, it's so so much has happened in such a short amount of time, as we all know. Um, but I think it's hard for us even at Neat to remember that we only launched as a company out into the market in October of 2019, and when we launched in. October of 2019 at Zoomtopia, you know, I think there was probably 24 or 2,500 people at that event. And you think about Zoomtopia 2020, there were more than 50,000 people at that event. It's so crazy. But when we launched, Charlie, we launched with, um, you know, a company and the mission and we launched three products and we only started shipping two of those three products at the end of January, 2020 six weeks before the entire world shut down.
0: you guys didn't have it in your business plan
1: Of course we had a business plan but we didn't have yeah. a crystal ball
0: yeah exactly so there you go
1: We didn't see a, a pandemic coming.
0: Oh my gosh what a well you can write a book about it someday but um, it must have been crazy so so what are you seeing like because you you guys help people get the technology that keeps them working right and what are you seeing like what are some of the challenges that your customers are trying to figure out?
1: Yeah, so I think our customers are really trying to figure out uh, this new world forward. I think, you know, we, we've we all lived through a pandemic, uh, you know, over the last 14 months or whatever it's been, right? It's, you stop counting after a while. But I think what, what businesses are trying to figure out, and businesses of all sizes, right? So whether you are a brick and mortar you know, mom and pop shop that has survived through this pandemic or you've struggled and you're trying to figure out what does the world look like going forward? We've got a lot of those customers. Um, or you are uh, in education and you're thinking about hybrid classroom or you're thinking about in, in a general business sense, you're thinking about the workplace going forward and how you're gonna support your team. What they're faced with right now is how do I plan for a return to, return to classroom, return to office, return to um, safely? How do I make sure that my teams feel safe coming back? Um, and then how do I plan for this way forward, which is clearly hybrid? You know, we've heard consistently across all sizes of customers that hybrid's here to stay. And so well, how hybrid do do hybrid how meaning
0: assume? some people are together. Some people are virtual, and we're just. This is how we're doing meetings. This is how we're doing classrooms. Is that is that correct?
1: Yeah, but I think even the term hybrid is being redefined. I think traditionally, when people thought about hybrid, we thought about um, you know these groups of team, you know, teammates or employees work from home all the time because they're not geographically located close to one of our physical offices, mm-hmm. and these employees came to the office. That that were geographically closed came to the office all the time. I think that whole thing is is being changed um, and redefined. I think the definition of hybrid it's going to ebb and flow. It means that you know I I think you know we are going to we we've all learned to work from home effectively, and so I think. People are going to choose to work from home where I need to concentrate because, you know, my husband or my significant other isn't there all day or my my kids aren't there all day or whatever it is, right? So I can focus at home, but I'm going to go into the office because we're going to have that big meeting or or I want to see the team, et cetera. So I think it's, I think it's being redefined what hybrid is.
0: So in your estimation, it's not going to just go back to how it was?
1: Certainly not. That is not what we're hearing from, you know, our more than 2000 customers that range in sizes from, you know, the small family owned business all the way on up to the large global enterprise now. yeah, No, I, I think depending, and, and it doesn't even matter. And we'll get into some of that. I'm sure, um, you know, with some of the questions you might ask, um, you know, some of the use cases we've seen with our customers, but it doesn't even matter the type of business. If they've turned to hybrid, uh, you know, if they've, if, if as a lifeline, they turn to Zoom, to try and survive or stay connected in some way to their clients or their teammates or their members or their customers or whatever it was. um, And they discovered a solution like Meet or it worked for them with zoom. They're, they're staying. It's, you know, to, to to coin one of my customers yesterday, I was talking to hybrid is here in perpetuity and it's not going to replace the way we do business. It's going to augment it.
0: Yeah. And I, that's kind of what I've, heard as well um mm-hmm. and i i mean obviously the last year and a half well 12 12 14 months have been hard for a lot of people in a lot of ways uh any silver linings though because i feel like there's some positives too that like i feel like a lot of the way that we're working now and maybe maybe some reduction in travel um mm-hmm. is actually helping make people more productive and realize like what is essential travel and what's really not? And do we, does it really make sense for people to be flying all over the place all the time? I don't know, what are you Absolutely. seeing, Colleen?
1: Yeah, it's, it, I think we're seeing the same, but uh, the same, but different. And so if, if, um, you know, if I just take myself and and some of my teammates at meet, we've been in the video industry, uh, you know, some of us for a really long time. And so we've always talked about the benefits of video, uh, you know, around, Uh, travel uh, travel savings and and lowering emissions and productivity gains. Um, But that really wasn't put into practice because businesses and people hadn't adopted video. It wasn't mainstream. You didn't have things like Zoom being a verb, right? And and all it took was a pandemic. You know, geez, if only we had known that. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. But, um, you know, I think there's no doubt that this pandemic has been devastating for so many. Um, you know, and and I know this, and and we take this really seriously at me ourselves is that we know that so many people have lost the ultimate, right? They've lost loved ones. They've lost their their jobs, their businesses, their homes. But in the midst of this, you know, uh, I think it's human nature. And it's certainly uh, this way for me that I have to look for the silver linings or some, those glimmers of hopes or the positives. And I do think that it's brought about Uh, a couple of different things. I think fundamentally, Charlie, what it did was it level set everyone. For the first time, regardless of what your role was in a business, uh, regardless of what your title was, regardless of anything, regardless of where you were were in the world, we could all relate. We all knew what it was like to feel, you know, to, to experience a shelter in place. We knew what it felt like to try and juggle my work and my home and the kids and the dog and everything at once, and you know we all knew what it was like to have this fear of lack of control. We we had very little control as human beings. We 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 all knew what it felt like to have empty shores, store shelves. I had friends in the UK and Norway, uh, in Australia that were experiencing the same things as us. They couldn't get toilet paper. There were empty shelves and everything was going crazy. And I think that forced us to relate to each other at such a different level and and sort of equal ground. Hmm. And, you know, I I hope that there's some good that comes out of that personally. And I think that it's also brought about something you touched upon, which is this whole focus on well-being. You know, I don't think it's going to be any more about this whole idea and notion Around work-life balance. I think where we're headed post-pandemic is just life balance. It's just life, right? It's it, it's all gonna ebb and flow. And I think um, you know, I think it's it's also forced us to, to stay connected um, in a way and and that makes us think think out of the box people were forced we were forced to stay connected with our friends so what did we do we thought about new ways whiskey wednesdays uh, virtual whiskey wednesdays wine wine thursdays or sipping saturdays or birthday parties and team meetings and how look at the oscars look at everything right look at look at what was happening our our celebrities were talking to us as if they were in our living rooms personally right everyone was forced to think differently out of the box to stay connected and to keep their businesses alive or whatever it was. And I think that that kind of creativity, I think is a silver lining because I think it can have the ability to have us continue to think about ways to evolve ourselves, our families, our relationships, our friendships, our businesses, all of that going forward. We've been tested in in ways that some people have never been tested
0: before. Yeah, no doubt. And, and so we've got these technologies in place that some of the techno, I mean, a lot of the capabilities existed, but like we, like you said, we weren't really using them. And now it totally, you know, it's, it's, we're so fluent on them and they're there for us all the time. One of the questions I actually get a lot from people is they're like, I'm finding that I'm in more meetings now than I was. Oh. And so it's like one of the now we have the capability to do it. I feel like the thing that needs to immediately come on its heels is like, how do we develop the discipline to use it effectively so we don't squander all the gains that we just created? You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think for me, you know, I I work for I've worked from home um, for the majority of my career. Cool. And you know, it, for anybody that's worked at home successfully, you, you we've known. You have had to put yourself out there. You had to be the one to reach out to your teammates that were in the in the ivory tower or in the offices. You had to make sure you weren't absent or forgotten about or that you weren't missing out on anything. And to some degree, you know, you, you didn't want to create the impression, because there was an impression, right? By some uh, that you were slacking off. People that work from home don't really work, right? You know, they spend half their time doing, I don't know what, laundry. I don't know. They're not you know, really, whatever they, it was. They're
0: it was. not really wearing shoes. How hard can you work? I'm not not wearing wearing shoes shoes.
1: now. I'm not wearing
0: shoes right now either. This is a big thing that people have to realize is we can work without shoes on. All right, sorry, keep going.
1: Absolutely. And so I think, um, you know, all of a sudden, everybody got forced into working from home. And what's what happened was everybody was there. And because we were all there, uh, we almost swung the pendulum too hard. So you find, you know, people somewhat going crazy. And, you know, yes, you hear the term Zoom fatigue, but it's not that Zoom makes you tired. It's that people are, I've had so many people say, gosh, my day is so full now. My God, it never was like this when I was at the office. And I feel like I'm in back-to-back meetings and I'm, you know, I I jump off one Zoom call and I'm jumping into another and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, right? Well, the, the difference is when you were in the office, you know, you walk by the coffee coffee machine, or into the kitchen, or down the hall, or whatever it was, and you had a quick five minute chat with someone you ran into, or they, you know, they they did things differently, and we we ourselves as we've been you know as we enter this hybrid world, and even now we need to think about working differently, you know, and remembering we have we we have a choice, we can control it, so. You know, even the way I work now at home is different than I used to work. And, and it's easier to give advice than it is to take it, by the way. So I'm not right, necessarily right. saying that I practice these things, but you have to block time out of your day. You have to physically, you know, block time on your calendar so that people don't put meetings. If it's 10 minutes between each meeting, have fewer meetings, not more, and have them shorter. Yep. Get to the point. Let's go.
0: And, and get up and during that 10 minutes and walk around. Before get up and you walk around at the next one. You
1: know, yeah. And you, and you also think about Charlie for people that used to work in an office, you used to get up. If you had a kitchen and you brought your lunch, you went and got your lunch or you walked over to the microwave and you heated it up yeah. or you went down the street to the food truck or whatever, and you got the food, you got a break from that desk. It's, it's unrealistic to think that you should be sitting at a desk tethered all day. You have to get up. So get up and take a break and go make your lunch or go walk around the block. I do it all the time. I go into the backyard when I, you know, just to clear my head and get to know what the hell the weather is like out there for the day. Right. You, you've got to do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what, if we, if we summarize, I think what you're getting at is, and, and I was working on a group with this today, it's like, the key word is intentional. So in the past, you had like all these organic interactions that Mm -hmm. created all these connections which were valuable well if you're going to do it from home and you know this because you've been working from home even pre-pandemic that stuff doesn't happen by accident you can't just like go through your day like well I hope I build a connection with my boss I hope my team gets visibility to what I'm doing like no no you have to actually sit down and think about it it's possible but it isn't going to happen on accident Mm -hmm. and I think it's actually really healthy that we're now becoming more aware of that totally agree okay so what cool things are coming down the road like the last 14 months have been insane and we now use technology much more adeptly than we did before but like wow us a little bit like what's and not not necessarily like in a product perspective but like what can we expect in the future is this is this trend is this curve going to continue the way it's been for the last year what's going to happen Now you need the crystal ball. You talked about earlier.
1: I was going to say, so, you know, uh, if you think I have some crystal ball, I'm sorry to disappoint. I don't have the crystal ball. Um, And, you know, I think that, um, you know, there's, there's a few things, right? So if I look at myself personally and I think about neat, so I think about, so first of all, myself, right. I'm, I'm a woman and I'm in the tech space and neat is the third startup that I'm a part of. And, uh, if I if I think about myself in the context of Neat um, as a Neeter as we call ourselves, and I think about my colleagues that have also spent you know a lot of their career in this video collaboration space, it's so crazy for us because um, it, we could have never imagined or even dreamt about the use cases and the way you know the the videos the use cases and the ways that the video is being used today and and talking to our customers, the way they plan on using it going forward. And I think it's crazy, right? And so, you know, we could have never imagined this sort of, this catalyst forward, this, this sort of quick dive forward into uh, into video. And so, you know, I touched a little bit upon this earlier, but some of the cool things that we're seeing are businesses and and, consumer type businesses taking onto video these traditional brick and mortar style businesses that were forced into using zoom as a lifeline it was it was do or die and they had to get creative and they had to pivot quickly in order to survive and I think these are the the most inspirational things and I think this is where it's headed is that they now in doing that they started to see ways that they could, change their business, bring their business forward. So I'll give you an example. I was out at Three Sticks Wines yesterday. They're, they're a, a beautiful, um, amazing tasting uh, winery in Sonoma. And the wine business. The wine business as predominantly and traditionally always been in person. And, you know, if you think about wine and, and alcohol, right? There's been prohibition, there's been things that have, you know, upended that industry, but it's always bounced back. But it's traditionally and largely been in person, tasting rooms. You know, that's well, it, It's really
0: room. it's hard to email wine <laughs> to download it.
1: You're you're right.
0: Is this but, what you're saying, Helene? Is this no, where we're going I'm not next? Oh, we're
1: going by yeah. emailing wine. Right. But you know, there are businesses like this that they pivoted, they they took to virtual wine tastings where they tried to stay in touch with members and they shipped wines um, you know, across the country, just take them in the US. And they're not unique. I've got, you know, we've got a customer pipe of port in South End of CUK UK doing the same kind of thing where they they tried something different because a pandemic forced them to do it. They all of a sudden discovered this sustainable line of business that isn't gonna replace what they do, it's gonna enhance it and make it better. And I keep hearing this play out, Taekwondo studios like Central Park uh, Taekwondo Academy, like it's, and so I think where's the, where's this all headed is I think, you know, we're headed into this place where, um, People are going to try and do things differently. They're still, We're still going to see each other. We have to. That's human nature. And by no means does NEAT want to replace human in-person experiences. We want to just enhance them and make them better and help businesses, right? And so I think that's where things are headed is where people look at and leverage technology to help them uh, with their businesses, with their daily lives, with their activities, um, and you know, we at NEAT feel fortunate that we can be a part of that. And I know our friends at Zoom feel the same way.
0: Well, that's, I think, where we all want to get to. And I think it's going to take the technology, which you guys are providing, and it's going to take some real honesty, I think, and discipline about how people use it and and sharing when it's not working well. Not not the technology, but like, yeah, when I am overbooked by 200% or whatever, Um, Or when I don't have the space, you know, one of the things that caught my eye um, was the article that you wrote almost a year ago now about (laughs) just introducing your kids on a call. And like the fact that you realized, like, I was at home and I needed to just stop and go make some muffins with my daughter because she was stressing out about this whole crazy situation. I think there's still a lot. I think we still need to learn that lesson, even though we're 14 months in, 13 months in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, we
1: do. You know, when I when I wrote that article, it was a crazy time, right? Because obviously, um, and I, I, to some degree, I felt this weight on my shoulders. One, I, you know, sure, I'd work from home, but all of a sudden, uh, you know, I wasn't just working from home alone with the dog. And at the time, my 17-year-old daughter was a senior in high school and facing the prospect of not being able to go to senior prom and not graduating, you know, not having that ceremony. Um, and how was she going to make a decision on which college, you know, if we had toured the college sure. And she got excited. What are we going to do? And so it was a crazy time for me, but I also, uh, what was really interesting is with, with my team, with, with our needers, everyone was forced at home. And all of a sudden I found myself really sensitive and sensitized to hearing everyone apologize everyone was getting on the call and the kids were interrupting, you know, or the dog was barking or the doorbell was ringing or whatever it was. And they were apologizing. We'd spend 10 minutes in a call with someone, you know, if you added it up. Yeah. And I remember thinking, stop apologizing. Yeah, There's nothing, you are not doing anything wrong.
0: Right? We got to get past that. We're st- I'm still hearing that. Uh, it's yeah. better. It's better than it was, but it's like, one of the first things I say during our, our, our sessions is like raise your hand if you got kids home, raise your hand if you got pets home. And then we just say ground rules. I don't care if we see your kids or your pet. I think it's great. Go for it. Like, why are we pretending that we're working in some sort of sanitized, perfect, professional, whatever the hell that means environment when we all know we're not and no one's wearing shoes? Did I mention that?
1: Well, no one's wearing shoes. Everyone's wearing sweats or, the, or whatever they're wearing from the waist down or or not right who cares right because i don't want to see it i don't see it we see from the waist up we're like newscasters all of a sudden it's all of That's a sudden right. we're all newscasters right we're all dressed from the waist up so to speak and makeup and hair is done because we're on video and and i think what, what we've all forgotten it, it through all of this was stop trying to be you know something you can't possibly be don't hold the bar so high but you can't, nobody can possibly achieve that. There was no manual, no book, no recipe, no how to on doing the right thing through a pandemic. We're all trying to navigate it. And I think it, that runs through all of this for me for the last 14 months and all the questions you've asked is and where things are headed, it's all human. We're, we're all human beings first and foremost fundamentally we are human beings we put our pants on the same way every single day one leg at a time and we can absolutely find something that we can all relate through uh, to sorry through this crazy journey we've 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 been taking and are still taking together
0: And maybe that's maybe that's a good thing for us to take away from this is like a renewed sense of just what it means to be authentic. And Absolutely. not not apologizing for for where we are. Let's let's yeah, I like that. No,
1: embrace it. Embrace it. <laughs> embrace
0: it. it. Have, and and laugh at it. It's ridiculous. Let's just <laughs> laugh. We might as well. Um, Helene Garcia, it's been really great talking with you, and I really appreciate you taking some time to to share your thoughts with me and with our listeners.
1: Well, I appreciate you wanting to spend time with me and wanting to hear. Uh you know my perspective as it relates to to neat and uh, allowing me to represent the neat team.
0: Awesome. Keep up the good work. Thanks Helene.